News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now it's seven minutes past seven. Problems and underfunding in our planning system will cause Ireland to miss its climate targets. That was the warning in a letter from the Climate Change Advisory Council to the three leaders of government. And Marie Donnelly is the council's chair and she joins us this morning. Good morning to you. Um, explain what you mean in this letter, why planning is a stumbling block for climate change or climate action rather. Good morning and uh, thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. In fact, planning is intrinsic to an awful lot of the actions that we need to take to combat climate change. It's linked, for example, to how we transition from expensive imported fossil fuels that we use to produce electricity, which, as we all know, has put the price of electricity up. Uh, We need to be able to move away from that and use our own wind and solar Uh, energy to do that instead so that we can control our own electricity price. But all of these wind farms, solar farms need planning. We have very ambitious targets. And when we look at the capacity and the number of planners there, they're just not enough to deal with the, the quality, the quantity, the complexity of these applications in time, in sufficient time to meet our targets for 2030. So that's that's our first area of concern. It's just it's a basic thing. We just need more expertise, more resource, particularly at the local authority level, in order to be able to meet these targets. Okay, so 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 planning is in the way of of. I mean, we, we keep hearing they're going to have the this uh, you know off our our Atlantic uh, seaboard. We're going to have these this massive wind farms, and they are going to be the future. They're going to be our Saudi Arabian oil wells. But but it is slow and we don't have the infrastructure in the ports, apparently, either. It's not just what has to happen out at sea. So so planning is a stumbling block there. But is there a way around this? Is it, what, what are you advising or are you just simply saying that this is this is an issue? Well, well what we have identified is that uh, ultimately the government really needs to put sufficient money into getting the resource in place. And that means the budgets have to increase, particularly at local authority level, for staff for people who have the expertise and who have the mandate to do the planning and to do it correctly, obviously, and to do it on time. But that's the second area that we're asking the government to work on. And that is, you know, we have our targets uh, for onshore wind, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, In December, the government revoked the interim guidelines for the local authorities on renewable electricity. And they said, no, 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 we're going to do a plan-led approach. We're going to do a national strategy and we're going to allocate the targets across all of the country. And we'll do this by the first quarter of 2023. We're now in the second quarter of 2023. Earliest estimates is this won't come until the third quarter. I'm not sure this is planning as much as bureaucracy, but but, but anyway, the on-land stuff is being bogged down as well. Uh, It's interesting you mentioned local authorities and and there were many people who would agree with you, particularly among the local authorities, that they need more funding and they need more resources and staffing. But surely this is an issue as well with these these big projects, like these big wind farms, surely these are are issues that, that on board Planola is involved in. Oh, absolutely. It's not just at the, the local level, it is also at board Planola level. And for the offshore wind, it's absolutely key. Uh, we now have uh, launched our first uh, offshore wind auction uh, and the results of that will come through in the next uh, couple of days even. And then w- these these plans will move into the planning. The, these uh, financial projects will move into planning. And that's when the rubber hits the road. That's okay. when we will see where the d- missing resources are. Okay. And and is it a problem just of planning or is it a problem? It, it does strike 
me when I, when, when I, I look at how planning gets bogged down with judicial reviews, etc., that, that nimbyism is an issue in this country, that people don't mind wind farms provided they're on somebody else's land or somebody else's county or somebody else's sort of seashore. Um, we seem to have issues. We, we talk about housing crisis, yet the objections to houses being built in many areas that would be crying out for, for housing in, you know, within them and people looking for places to live sometimes thousands of objections come in about housing developments. So so is there a cultural issue here as well that we 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 want these things to happen but we don't want to happen anywhere near us? Well, that's the second part of the letter that we sent in is about compact uh, development. Uh, we have targets in our national development plan uh, and indeed part of the problem is that the targets are quite weak but even those weak targets aren't being met. I mean, you know, we've we've heard it again and again. Living over the shop, combination of planning rules and building regs make that extremely difficult. And this is, you know, at a point in time where we're in the middle of a housing crisis. So, yes, we need the resources in the planning, but we also need to be very uh, critical, shall we say, with our own rules and how they interact with each other in terms of preventing the country achieving the objectives that we need, both in terms of housing and in terms of decarbonising our electricity okay. system. And, and I suppose finally then, do you have a, a solution? Should there be a streamlined process for planning when it comes to things like renewable infrastructure or, or things like that, that they should be exempt from other planning constraints or they should go through a different system altogether? What, what, what do you believe should happen to make this better? Well, indeed, this is something that's been discussed not just in Ireland, but across Europe, because, of course, in Europe, they equally have a problem with availability of gas because of the Ukraine crisis. Um, and what Europe has said is that the infrastructure for decarbonised electricity should be considered as an overriding public interest. So not to remove all of the requirements, because, of course, you know, we do have to take these these concerns into account and in local concerns and individual concerns into account. But we need to, one, shorten the timelines quite considerably and streamline the procedures. And this is particularly an issue, for example, in repowering the existing wind farms in Ireland. Uh, we have plannings that's going to, that will expire. They expire, yeah. I think ma- many people are unaware of that, that there are existing wind farms that have to reapply and, and may or may not get planning uh, in, in in various counties around the country. Look, uh, thank you for speaking to us this morning. Uh, and it is an interesting conversation. And is that Mary Donnelly there, the chair of the Climate Change Advisory Council? Let us know what you think. Would you like to see renewable infrastructure streamlined in a way that it is seen as an overriding uh, public good and therefore it should maybe go through a different system in terms of planning. How should we go about doing this? She's not wrong in terms of the bogged down and in endless sort of bureaucracy and red tape things taking years. We'd love to hear from you this morning. WhatsApp us 087-1400-106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.